I'm Kate Daniels. The Master Builders Annual Rampathon is coming up this spring, but before that can happen, people need to apply for the special honor. Being one of a number of families and individuals in King County and Snohomish counties who might qualify to receive a new quality ramp built right at their home. It really feels like an incredible gift, but let's get the details from a key person on this major project, and that is my guest, Aaron Adelstein, Director of Association Programs with Master Builders of King and Snohomish Counties. Aaron Adelstein, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us today. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to have you share these stories and this wonderful opportunity for some very special people in our community. And those are the people who can benefit from having a ramp in their homes, at their homes. And this is Rampathon. And what's amazing and really impressive is that Rampathon has been going on for, well, this is going to be the 23rd year. Isn't that right, Aaron? That's right. We've done this for 22 years. 2016 will be the 23rd uh, of providing ramps to families in need around the Puget Sound. And if I look at the numbers, it seems that it's been steadily growing over these years. Well, we've had some higher years and some lower years. The past few years have been really good to us, and we've got a lot of members of our of the Master Builders Association that want to donate their time on a weekend to come help families in our communities by adding a ramp. So uh, this is going to be a a really good year for us. Yeah. So I I get that connection then. It really has to do with the membership of the Master Builders because what is key is that they are just really generous here in terms of what they do to make these ramps happen. Yeah, they, they do a lot to make the ramps happen. It's a big commitment for them. It involves materials. It involves getting their employees to come in on a weekend and do a lot of similar things to what they're doing during the week. Uh, they're donating their time, and many of the teams, they bring a team. It's uh, often in the 10 to 30-person to range doing all kinds of work around the job site to make, uh, to make the ramp happen. And it's a, it's a big donation. We'll have probably 25 ramps this year, so that's 25 teams that are going to step up and help. And uh, so it is a big commitment for, for each of those companies, and they find it fulfilling, each and every one of them. So 25 teams, 25 new ramps being installed, and each of those teams, you said, have 10, 10 to 20 or so people on the team. Yeah, sometimes more. Wow, that is incredible. And do they... Are they ever open to having, say, the public involved? I mean, what we want to do this morning, of course, is make people aware of Rampathon if they haven't known about it so that they can apply if they've not done it in the past. But what about people who would like to just, you know, be hands-on or perhaps make financial contributions? Well, they could certainly make financial contributions uh, to Rampathon through our organization, and the website is www.rampathon.org. At this point, most of the teams that come are teams of single companies, so they're using it as a team-building exercise for their, for their own employees to come out and really help for the day, and so there isn't a whole lot of room for either uh, sort of unskilled workers or for members that aren't really within that company. The best way for the public to be involved uh, is really to, to refer someone who you may know that needs a ramp or that has mobility issues to apply through rampathon.org because right now what we 
in, in, in early February is a situation where we've got more volunteers than we've got ramps. So we're, we're actively looking for ramps right now and hope that we'll get a lot of new applications before our February 26th deadline so that we can help that many more people. Wow. Well, that's very encouraging and exciting in the sense of someone perhaps not being aware of the opportunity or feeling that, oh, there's probably so many people, why should I bother? But you're just really giving us a a great encouragement here that the time is fertile. So get on board and get an application done. That's right. We need more applications. So if you know of anybody that uh, could use a ramp on their home and hasn't put one on for various reasons, either uh, income or feasibility or intimidation about the process of hiring a contractor and just dealing with the whole thing. This is a situation where you submit an application that's free. Uh, Some photos are very helpful, and we refer a contractor to it. They come out and look at the job site, and they take care of everything from there. All you have to do is wake up that morning and say hi to them and... uh, and, and, and watch the build happen. So it's that easy. And the thing is, it really all takes place, the actual building of it, the construction, on one day. That's right. It takes place on Saturday, May 21st. And in, for the most part, they're done in one day. In certain circumstances, and this is one of the really cool things about uh, the builders that are involved in Rampathon, uh, they really want to to do a, a full project, in every, including every detail. And so depending on the complexity of the project, they may coordinate with the homeowner to even do a little bit more and come in on either the next day or on some day during the following week. But the majority of the work is done on the Saturday the 21st and is all on, all happens on that one day. Oh, that is so great. So to apply, it uh, I looked at the application, and it really does seem quite simple and straightforward. Yeah, again, the application is at rampathon.org. It is free to apply. It probably would take 10 minutes. And, uh, again, the more detail, the easier it is for the contractor to assess some of the things that they might want to before, before they give a call to the homeowner to get more information. But it's really very easy. So I was thinking about in past years, Uh, In terms of the ramps that were built, were there perhaps people that had to be turned down or turned away because there weren't enough teams uh, to do the work that time? Well, there are. There there, there are a lot of different reasons that make a project feasible or or unfeasible. And uh, sometimes it's, it's a matter of volume. You get a lot of applications and there are only so many volunteers. In others, uh, it's a, a space issue. For example, you know, you only you can you you must build a ramp to to code at a, a certain percentage of grade, and if it's too big of a drop to say from the porch to the sidewalk, um, it would cause that ramp to be so long that it ends up not actually being feasible in the amount of space that's available. Um, so that's one reason why why a ramp may not happen. Other times, we'll get a perfectly good application and have a volunteer, and then the uh, the applicant just stops responding and and. Uh, Maybe they found another ramp or who knows. So um, there, we get more applications typically than we do, uh, than, than we have ramp availability for, for builds. But uh, that doesn't mean that we don't need applications. So that's what we're looking for right now. And so my thought in that was perhaps if someone had applied uh, several years ago, uh, that circumstances being what they were, they didn't get selected, that they should reapply. Absolutely. We want all applications in King and Snohomish counties 
regardless of if they've if they've applied before or not. Or in some cases, we may have even built a ramp before, and that ramp has become uh, you know degraded over time based on weather and just you know a ramp from say ten years ago maybe needs upgraded. There's no bad no bad application. Oh, that's excellent. And what that brought to mind is perhaps someone has moved. You had built a ramp for them uh, in the past, and now they have uh, moved, uh, say, from King to Snohomish County. That would perhaps be another good reason that, you know, they've had the experience and they could get selected again, couldn't they? Sure, Kate. Like I said, no bad applications. Everybody, please apply. Great. Okay. So in your experience of the ramps that have been built and you think of the people who have benefited from it, do you have a story or two you'd like to share about those recipients? Sure. We had some really cool ones last year. Um, The first one that comes to mind is a 24-hour care facility for special needs children in Bothell called Kathy's Cuddlers. And Kathy in, in Bothell really takes great care of these kids. And as you can imagine, it's a, a pretty chaotic day um, for her and, and as a care provider. And she had uh, steps going into her house. Most of the kids that she takes care of have wheelchairs. And so she would, uh, at, upon arrival each day, pick each kid up out of the chair, carry them up the stairs to where they needed to go, come back down, pick up the wheelchair, bring it up the stairs, and repeat that in the other direction. At the end of the day, it involved a lot of lifting and a lot of up and down the stairs. And uh, eventually, Kathy's back started started to take a a toll on her back, and she applied last year. And when we saw um, her story and and when she described her need, we thought, wow, what better of a a ramp recipient could you find than that? And um, one of our builders came out and built Kathy a ramp, and now she's able to get all of her kids in and out of her house every day, both directions, uh, easily in their chairs up and down the ramp. And so it's changed her ability to provide care and really helped her a lot. She's been uh, really happy with the results. And so that's one that uh, just was in, in such a need. And it was, it, it's a small thing, it seems like, but it really changes people's lives when they have such a thing they take for granted as getting into and out of the house um, it, when, they, when they find it that much easier to do that. Oh, for sure. And that is so incredible because it's not just then the homeowner, this care facility owner, but then thinking of all the other families whose children attend there, everyone, there's so many people who are benefiting. Yeah. In in this case, dozens of families benefit because it's a much easier and easier out each day. Another one that comes to mind is uh, Roy from Renton. He, about 21 years ago, was in an elevator that's about three stories or 31 feet and uh, just and hit the ground. And when it hit the ground, uh, you can imagine uh, everybody's fear in, their ele- in, in an elevator. He went through a number of surgeries back at the time and has been in a wheelchair ever since and is now getting older and was also having a really hard time getting in and out of his house. So the, the, um, the ramp at Roy's house enables him a lot easier access to get into and out of the house to go do simple things like go to the grocery store, go to his doctor's appointments, and uh, really sort of a lot of, it's true of a lot of the, uh, the folks that receive ramps do rampathon. They kind of feel, uh, in prison may be too strong of a word, but getting out of the house is, is a, a chore. It's a difficulty. It's not something to be looked forward to. And when you get that ability to just get in and out so easily, it sort of opens up the world. For some folks, there was a woman a couple of years ago 
who hadn't been out of her house in years. And this gave her the ability, even though it was through a back door and down a path, to get out of the house for the first time. And she was just so happy. Some of our stories are literally life-changing. Oh, I can just feel what a change that would make. It just is so emotional to think of a life so changed coming from being locked inside, basically, because you can't navigate all those stairs to being able to move outside. Oh, that is phenomenal. Yeah, our showcase ramp last year um, was two little girls in, in, in North Seattle, and uh, they, they, they were able to get in and out of the house, but they weren't able to get uh, upstairs. And so they, were, they had an access to the back, and they were only able to go into the back, and that allowed them to stay in the basement. And they weren't able to go upstairs, and they weren't able to get out the front door. And with a ramp, uh, they were able to now go in and out the front door, go on the sidewalk, walk down the, or, or stroll their chairs down the sidewalk, sit on the front porch, access the upstairs, and it just was uh, a, a great change for them. So phenomenal, so life-changing. I can only imagine then the people who are there, the, the builders and the whole team that is together and they see this transformation, their experience must be just so exhilarating as well. Well, it's pretty telling that uh, most of our, our ramp captains and ramp teams come back year after year. Uh, it, isn't, it isn't a one year and then, oh, well, we'll see you in a few years. They have such a good experience with the families and with the process and with each other on the day uh, that they want to come back and do it again. In fact, that, that's one of the reasons that we're able to keep growing is that uh, the ones that, that, that do it realize how great it is and come back, and we add a few more each year. And then in doing this year after year, they are not just doing the work, but they supply all the materials, right? We we supply the materials to the builders in some senses, and the rest of them, they supply it on their own. So there isn't any material needed from the homeowner. And uh, in in a lot of cases, the builders are putting some of their own skin in the game as as um, as well as their time and energy. So what are you saying then, Aaron, in terms of you supply it? Is it Master Builders that supplies all the materials? No, our primary sponsor for the event is Dunn Lumber. Dunn Lumber has been a great partner over the years, and Dunn Lumber provides all the plywood and some of the other um, lumber-related items to build those ramps, and so they've been uh, just so giving. Uh, so it's a really, uh, it's a lot of material that goes into building 25 ramps, as you can imagine. Yes. And so that's a really big commitment for them. But they care a lot about this. They've been a partner for years. And so it's been excellent to work with Dunlumber. So they provide mm-hmm. the wood, as you said, all the plywood. But there's also uh, the finishing materials that need to go into it and paint, right? Well, these are already finished because, again, they have to be traction surfaces. So the, uh, the, there is some, there, actually, the, there is some decorative painting work that needs to be done. And that's mostly provided by the builders, but the surface is sort of pre-coated to have traction surface so that it's safe for wheelchairs and walking. It's so incredible. And that's why, I guess, when it's so specialized, all of this is the majority of the work uh, is completed on that one day. Yeah, they're ready. When When it's Saturday morning, they've got the materials, they've got the labor, they've got the skills, and they just come out and do... You've seen it on TV sometimes with a, with a big build project in one day. They're fully geared up and ready to go, and they make it happen. Yes. 
How exciting. So anyone listening that is perhaps in need or knows a, a friend, a family member, maybe a, a member of a co-worker at their jo- jobs, that uh, this is the time to really get on the computer and get an application submitted. So how do they go about doing that, Aaron? Right. Go to rampathon.org. Our application period is February 26th, but don't wait until the last minute. Start thinking about it right now. Think about who you know that may need a ramp. If you need one, go to rampathon.org is the website. Uh, again, the application period is through February 26th, and uh, we're really, we're really hoping to get a lot of applications in King and Snohomish counties for this event. Absolutely, because you said you're prepared to have at le- uh, around 25 ramps built this year. Yeah, absolutely. We uh, this is going to be our 23rd year, and uh, we're just really excited to to get all of the talent of our building association together, get all the builders and their teams, and uh, and, and watch everything happen. So, when you look back over the years, this is going to be the 23rd year. How many ramps have then actually been constructed in this period? I think we've built over the last. 23 years over uh, over 370 ramps. So that's a lot of uh, a lot of families that have been impacted over the years, and a lot of teams that have stepped up. You know, this has been a core value, helping the community has been a core value of the Master Builders Association for many many years. Uh, we care deeply about the people of the region of our respective communities, as do the builders that are members uh, of our organization. And so, uh, yeah, 370 or more ramps over the past 23 years. And it keeps growing, as you said. And, and, and the goal this year of 25 ramps really is going to be probably the, the largest n- number in this 23-year uh, history. It's a, it'll be the longest uh, in the time that I can remember. Just so exciting. So we really are encouraging anyone who's, you know, really had the idea that they need a ramp or they certainly know someone who could make use of it. This is the way to do it because it is a gift. There are no strings attached. It is all done free of charge to the recipient. Right. And we're we're really low, uh, targeting low-income families. Anybody probably that you... If you can fund one, can go out and, and, and hire a contractor and install a ramp uh, anytime throughout the year. But this is the one time of the year where we really focus on on, on families in need and, uh, and and try to help. We help in, in different projects all year, but this is our one ramp, ramp project of the year. And uh, and so this is uh, a great opportunity for, for folks if, if they're in need. Absolutely. And what a great thing to be doing because there's the talent of having the ability to build and build well and build efficiently and taking that gift and wanting to share it for, with someone, with families who really are in need of it to, to really make their life just that much easier. Absolutely. And this is something about the building industry. It's about master builders in terms of really having that concern. I'm aware in terms of your own work as the um, director of association programs, Aaron, that there's also this entity of Built Green that I think it really attests to the work that builders in our community are really striving towards. Right. We care about the our community in a lot of ways. And 
in helping through our social programs and helping through our environmental programs. Built Green's uh, been a great program. It's been around since about, I believe it started in 1999, and that program has certified over 20,000 uh, green projects in the Puget Sound over the last 15 years. So it's uh, Built Green is an excellent program. And it, it seems then that it is growing uh, in just the, the statistics that you're saying right now. Yeah, absolutely. Built Green has been growing uh, e- each year, other than, of course, the the few-year blip of the recession, of course, which everyone remembers. And um, we've got a lot of builders involved. We've got our municipalities involved. We've got utilities involved. And everybody cares about um, improving our, our natural environment, uh, lowering carbon emissions. And uh, so we've, we have a great reputation for our, our green building program. So terrific. And if people want to learn more, uh, they can b- basically find information by even going to the rampathon.org website, right? Right. The rampathon.org website is actually a sub-website of the Master Builders website, which describes everything that the Master Builders Association does and contains all of the, all, all of the links to all of our programs. Built Green's website is www.builtgreen.net. Um, and that's a great way to, uh, you can find that through the Master Builders website or go straight to it. Great way to find out more about green building and sustainability. So we just get the sense of how great Master Builders Association is in our area with all these different aspects of uh, of the work that you do. And here, Rampathon is probably uh, just one of the gems, I think. Such a great gift, uh, a way to really benefit the community and help those who really, as you shared the story of uh, the woman who was really locked in her home for, was it like... I don't know the number of years. years. I just know it was measured in years, not, not weeks or months. Right. So it's that sort of thing, being able to to free up a person to be able to access the world once again. The thing that is so impressive about the work of the builders and contractors in our area, of the Master Builders Association, is that there are so many gifts to our community, to people who are in such need and would not be able to have that themselves. Yeah, we have two signature service programs. Uh, Painting a Better Tomorrow is, is the one in the fall. And that, in that one, we paint a, a nonprofit facility that usually is a provider of affordable or transitional housing. And, uh, of course, our spring, sh- our spring one is the one we've been talking about today, Rampathon. So we get a lot, of, a lot of different types of builders involved in both of those, a lot of different types of companies that are part of the master builders. And it just provides opportunities for our members to give back to the communities they live in. And, and that's the thing that really is outstanding that makes such a huge difference for all of us is the people taking their talents and wanting to help those in need. It's such a win-win and to just, it showcases, of course, their work, but the fact that this is a gift, it's so generous on the part of the builders. Yeah, well, it's it's them taking their time uh, and their the time of their employees and it's an opportunity for them, too, though. It's a great team-building exercise for them and a way for them and their employees to feel like they're giving back. It, is, uh, it, it really feels um, like a win-win on the day of to both the builder that's building the ramp and the recipient that's receiving it. And that's, you mentioned that early on, Aaron, about it being a team-building um, 
activity for each of the teams. And that in itself, too, is such a key thing that all of us benefit from that sort of thing that learning to work together and really then in just a day's time, seeing the result, what a great gift for ourselves. It is. It's a really nice, uh, it, the, 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 the smiles go both ways on, on that Saturday. I bet they do. Now, what about yourself? Have you been at uh, the end of the building of a ramp uh, in any of these past years that you've had that experience? I have. It's pretty special. I'll tell you, one of the most special experiences is uh, is watching a kid come out who's got been not, not been able to come out of a front door for ever or for a long time and see that they now can just sort of go out and see the front yard, go out into the driveway, play, um, the smile on their face. I've seen that a couple times. It's It's pretty amazing. And to know that we can be part of it. Now, we won't physically be able to do that, but here is an opportunity for us when we consider where we might want to make a donation. This certainly is something benefiting people's lives, making lives really function so much better when they haven't been. We can make financial donations to help in this effort, right? Right. Just go to rampathon.org, and if there's not a donate button on that, please just email us, and we can figure out how to make that happen. So that's the way each of us can be involved if we don't need a ramp. But here's the key thing. That's why we're talking this morning, right, Aaron, is that we want people to apply. Please do so, because you said there you, you still need a lot of uh, applications to come in. We still do. And so, uh, like we mentioned, if you know of anyone who could use a ramp, please go to rampathon.org and uh, fill out an application. Heck, if you even fill out an application on somebody's behalf, we'd ha- we've had that happen before, and, uh, and that works too, just so that we know more uh, of more families that need ramps and uh, we can help build them. And it doesn't have to take a lot of time, but being as descriptive as possible about the person and their circumstances. And you said providing pictures is pretty key. Right. The more information that you can provide, the easier it helps, uh, the, the, the better we can evaluate whether or not a project be feasible or whether or not a builder is likely or which, or which builder to assign to it. And so photos help, descriptions help, uh, the story behind the need helps, everything. And more, the more information, the better. Yes. Knowing that what this is about is helping to change lives, helping to improve the circumstances in a person's life when they have been so limited, they've been restricted to staying inside. This is opening up the world for them. In some ways it is, and in certain circumstances, that's exactly what it is. Oh, that is so exciting. You have to feel really great when you think about your work and when you especially when this day in May comes along and you get a chance to see that, you must feel really terrific. Well, all the lead-up and planning is pretty rewarding, but uh, when when, when I go around on on that Saturday and visit some of the ramps and sort of see the builders in action and see the families and, and, and talk to them, it's a pretty special day. That is really so, so exciting. So one more time, we want to stress what the website is and, uh, get there and fill it out the application. One more time, rampathon.org. Applications due February 26th. Um, 
please do apply. Master Builders Association Rampathon is in its 23rd year. It's going to be Saturday, May 21st, and uh, we're excited for everybody to be a part of it. So please do go to rampathon.org and, uh, and, and submit an application. Well, I'm excited, and I think you have really given us a, a great picture in uh, telling us the story of Rampathon and of some of the beneficiaries of it. So, Aaron Adelstein, thank you so greatly for doing that job and for being with us this morning. Thank you for having me, Kate. I really appreciate it. My pleasure.